of Unlimited Railworks, the Introduce Anime Podcast, where we discuss anime. I'm your host, Rose, actually here for once. Um, been out for a while, but we're, we're back at it. I'm back at it. Everyone else has been doing it, um, which includes John. Hello, I'm not running this one this time, because, hey, yeah. Rose is here. Thank you for uh, picking that up while I was gone. Anytime. I'm glad you're here, though. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Maverick is also here. I am here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And Elvi. Yeah. A little more tentative with you. Like, everyone else was a little, like, confident. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I... um, my mind is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my, my body is also here, I think. Um, in a sense, in the digital space, in this mm, audio mm, a sphere mm-hmm. soundscape we got going on here. Actually, yeah, but more accurately, my mind is here, but my mind is also in many, many there's, many places. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the vibe. <laughs> I feel like that's the 2022 vibe oh, God, for like yes. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing our best. <laughs> I thought it was 2023 until three days ago. <laughs> Oh boy! God, Fair. no! For um, 2023, it'd be playing more JRPGs. That's true. <laughs> um, I was like sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, um, it said that this this game is coming out soon." Mm-hmm. And by soon, I mean it said summer 2023, and I was like, "Oh, that'll be <laughs> oh, interesting no. to see this year." And my girlfriend was like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Unfortunately, three would be a post Elden Ring world, and that's very scary. Um. Yeah, I'm really scared <laughs> of next week. Yeah, that's when very scary. That goes down. That's going to be horrifying. Mm-hmm. I hope. I, it's I know. Co- I know a lot of people who are like, I'm taking off, like literally yeah. from actual work, like just for that. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time that happened in the mainstream was Cyberpunk. So, um, oh, <laughs> let's hope it's not something this like might be that a again. Better. This is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is actually like. Uh, a stable yeah, yeah. development team. Yes. So. Um, but yeah, uh, anime. Um, I actually wanted to say real quick, cause I didn't, I didn't do a write up for Rojin Z, right? Yeah, like what did you think of it? So I was going to say, 
I think I had a much different reaction than everyone else mm-hmm. when I was listening to it. I was okay. fairly negative on it. Oh. Okay. That's fair. I liked the animation and I liked the soundtrack. Um, but I felt that fundamentally, and this is, you know, you know what I have like a stick up my ass about always, which is I just thought like the casual sexual harassment and stuff yeah, yeah. Um, right. really went at like at odds with the plot about respect. Like uh-huh. I felt like a big yeah. portion of the movie was de- dedicated to respecting the elderly and how like that message shifts over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this idea is it's like, you should respect the elderly who are um, sexually harassing this woman like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, it, that stuff felt very childish in comparison to, I, I, I would like, like say Akira to an extent, like, I thought it was really funny. Roger Ebert's reviews talks about how it's so much more mature than Akira. And I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Um, Maybe mature in the literal geriatric sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just remembered one of my favorite jokes when it's like, uh, she's getting into the helicopter and she's like, oh, excuse me. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, sure. Hey, can you scoot in? Wait, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> no, that one's good. There's a lot of good, like, incidental humor in it. Um, yeah, yeah. But... I was just like, I think at the at the end, I was just sort of like, I get that you were going for something. I just don't think you did it as well as you have in the past, mm-hmm. basically. Um, it felt like, well, that's just what that era was, right? That era of VHS, OVA type stuff um, was a lot of just putting it out there and experimenting and I respect that mm-hmm. but um a lot of it just flowed together to me um I was interested in the dub which I did not see because I'm always fascinated in the dubs for those times but mm-hmm. I watched it subbed and uh the performances were all good um yeah I I, I uh that is just my take um but uh, I'm glad that you were all able to do that show without me because I was really <laughs> tired. Um, so I did want to start off the show also by talking about Ranking of Kings. All right. Because I've been watching it. I will say right now I'm only on episode six. Okay. So, but you guys can talk about whatever you want. It's fine. So I don't get affected by spoilers. I just finished episode 12 and... Uh, I don't oh. want to. I don't want to go into spoilers because again, I've been watching the dub, so I have to. So I'm a little behind. Um, man, that show is so fucking good, though. Oh my god, ah, mm-hmm. it's super fun every time, and like in a very is this. This is what Game of Thrones wishes it was. <laughs> it really yeah, I. Oh yeah, I actually had a question about uh, since you're watching the dub, how are they handling the? Uh performances like is it uh is it accents is it just like much more pronounced uh general quote-unquote like americanized english are they trying to lean into like uk accentation what's the what's the vibe i'd say it's a little accentated but it's not anything that's like too overwhelming i would say it's it it off i would say that this is legitimately a very good dub i i'm I'm not necessarily one to like judge uh very well. I'm 
you know, I, I do think that I'm kind of a little easy on dubs just because it does make an, for an easier watching experience as an English speaker. But I do think that this is a very solid dub overall. Like, I don't think anyone's voice is, like, too cartoony or too over-the-top in any way that's, like, you know, distracting. I feel like a good dub is just something that, at the very least, just feels natural and flows naturally and isn't yes, distracting. Absolutely. Uh, I, I really like Kage's voice quite a bit. Um, he's just got, like, this kind of, like... I wouldn't say like a full-on wise guy type type speech, but similar to that. Like it, it fits really well. Um, oh yeah, like I, I know uh, Songwon voices Kage for the dub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 definitely doing like a like a sort of like like a like a little shithead kind of voice, but not not too too crazy. You know, it's it's he's not, mm-hmm. he's not like going like oh why I order like, but it's it's kind of like that. And I yeah. I, I think. I think it fits really, really well. Um, I mean, it definitely matches the uh, Japanese seiyu. Like, it's a very similar idea. The bit that I heard of his, because I think he added it to, like, a recent uh, dub reel that he, like, put out. Yeah, I I never really looked at the list of, of, of who was doing what, and I didn't know that that was specifically him. But now that you're, now that you're saying that it's like, Oh yeah, no. Yeah. He's, he's done that voice like a ton in his videos. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, actually, I'm no, going to go ahead I, and look up the dub now too. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's pretty solid. Like uh, again, I just ended up watching the dub at first and now that's kind of just like my, the, the character's voices in my head. So I can't, so I can't really watch anything else, but that's just me. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I mean it, it's it's really really solid. Still, like they've been keeping it up the whole way through. This is, I guess, like what would be the the, the end of the first core going into the second. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I feel like speaking on it too much would just be going into like spoilery stuff. And again, I I I don't want to say it necessarily for like you know, protecting people of spoilers sake, but it's just like, you know, I don't want to just sit here and like rattle off what happens because it is, yeah. it is mm-hmm. good to like, this show is good enough that you just want to sit down and watch it as it transpires. Like me just rattling off what happens is, you know, I, I don't think it's going to make it worse for spoilers or anything. I just think, you know, I think folks should just check it out because it's that good. Once I found out, um, from someone that this is written by someone who had exclusively made children's books for years and years and then hit 40 and was like, I need to do this. No, I can't that makes sense. Anymore. That rules. Yeah. And I think that's like, you can really tell through the way that this is structured and designed. Like it is taking those ideas and then expanding upon them in a way that's more like complex. Absolutely. I mean, I I have to find the tweet, but there was a tweet that just like perfectly encapsulates what this show is, is that Boji is in a Ghibli movie and everyone else is in Game of Thrones. Like that's, that's basically how it is. Uh, And I mean, it it works really well for what it is because like Boji is this like more grounded character that is just trying to help people. And, you know, all, all this, all this shit is just going down constantly and, you know, everyone's backstabbing each other and, you know, he, 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 him coming in and being this, like, this rock almost, you know, a, un, unable to be swayed by either of the sides, just wanting to help people. It's, it's so charming. 
and it, it, I I just get so invested in what is going on with with every episode. Yeah, I've I've I I was instantly hooked into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the um. I mean, I'm sure you, you guys have said this in the past. The animation's great. Um, it's just such a distinctive style. Yeah. Which is something that Wit Studio always does really well, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, just nailing the style of a specific property. Um, mm. But yeah. Um, how? So you're, like, caught up, caught up, Mav, right? I am. Wow. And he's, it's still hitting? It's still hitting? It's still popping? Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point... At this point, there are definitely episodes that are not like... Um, every every episode, mind you, is building up to its like uh, culmination. But the second core is where you're getting a lot more chess piece maneuvering, I would say. And, uh, John, have you seen the second opening yet? Yeah, it's good. It is very good. It also, like, you see the second opening, you're just like, I know what's, uh, I, I know what is in store for, uh, this episode, you're, or for this season. You're, mm-hmm. you're just giving me everything that I need to be mentally prepped for. And... Like, you, you look at every frame in it, you'll be like, oh, this is from this episode. This is from that episode. All right. Ah, oh, shit, I didn't realize that this connected to that. And, yeah, it is really ramping itself up. I don't know how it's going to get to where it wants. I, I don't know what it wants to get to by the end of this season. I don't know if there is going to be, like, a season uh, three a third core of the series later on. I honestly have no idea, but you know, it is definitely been delivering in a way that I've really appreciated. And it's, it's really solid fantasy. I just like, God, it, it is wonderful to see someone just, you know, embrace wanting to take, a fantasy story and run with it with no alteration or trying to make it like adjusted for an audience that it thinks it wants to uh, present. Yeah. And that's what's I think getting so many people on board with it. Cause you notice the animation side and you're like, Oh, this is like a, uh... A Ghibli thing, a Tezuka thing, and then, you know, you start watching it, and it's like, oh, shit, it, you know, like, in an era that is so focused on, like, what genre are you fitting, what uh, style are you fitting, it's nice to see an anime that is less worried about that and more just wanting to make sure it's telling its story from start to finish, and you can categorize it how you want to later, but the fact of the matter is that it's just running its tail. It's just telling you the stuff that you need to listen to for now. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's exactly what has drawn me to it and made me feel so highly about it, even just only, a, what, six episodes in. It's uh, 
it is that it is like you see like especially me watching all these isekai right it's like you're watching these works that are just primarily primarily iterative on this idea they all have to follow this format this blueprint and then spin out from there and this does really just feel like it's its own thing and that it is confident in being its own thing um it doesn't feel reliant on um like i have to abide by this logic or this whatever it's just doing it like i i mean even just like from i think it was like episode two or whatever when like that giant demon guy appears right it's just like that alone i think like really set the tone for me like in terms of like how things can just happen mm-hmm. um and that they weren't going to be like well this, we have to structure this in a specific way to uh capture boji's journey in a traditional sense you know like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like that it's it is just it it is an ideas show in a way i haven't seen in a while i think mm-hmm. um and I'm really enjoying it. I'm glad that both of you convinced me to watch it because I was like, I see the cover art and I know multiple other people have seen the cover art and they're like, Oh, I don't know what this is. Um, but goddamn, it's good. It's good. Again. And I will say this however many times I need to, for people to go ahead and uh, want to check it out too. I saw it first episode i cried i binged the entirety of season one it's that easy folks Mm -hmm. i i i watched like three episodes in a row which is insane for me so it it's it's really quite good it it's it is it's also like a lot of intense stuff happens, but it doesn't feel, like, overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it doesn't feel like it's taking a lot out of you, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, like, there is definitely a heaviness to it, but it's not... Um, it, it is resigning itself to the way that it wants to be a fairy tale. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very, like, children's story... Like, children's storybook type honestly like but obviously more complex again so like you've watched episode six right mm -hmm. okay yeah fucking oh my god desha is a fantastic character Mm -hmm. yeah i really love desha and you know i'm not gonna he still appears in like the rest of this core and it's very awesome to see him just build as a character in terms of just realizing okay this is why you are where you're at right now i'm really into it i yeah uh i i'm sorry i tried trouble formula formulating sentences recently but uh i think like i am interested to see how long they the the manga runs for mm-hmm. in the end that is it's what i'm going, most yeah. curious about at this point i know it's still going and it's only it's only been like four years right five years or something something like that but i'm curious to see if this becomes like hey it's one piece and boji's still going or if there is like a planned end i hope not either i i think this could go for like hunter hunter Mm -hmm. time i think and i think that would work well but um 
I think anything longer. And I I mean the Hunter Hunter when it actually ended also like the Chimera and Dark like not the not all this that's happened since then. That may as well just be another series. <laughs> um but yeah, um LV, I did want to ask you about this because I saw this before mm-hmm. the season because it's uh, what dress up doll is a uh, bisque doll, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's uh, Sabakui Bisco. Yeah, I think is yeah. it, it's about yeah. mushrooms. I did not it's know mushrooms. it's about mushrooms. It's about uh, fungibles and non fungibles. Um, oh, that's what I'm convinced. Mushrooms. I'm convinced that still means mushrooms. Um, I'm telling myself <laughs> that. Um, uh. So I don't know what it re- literally translates to, but. Um, <laughs> the second part of the title is a character's name. Uh, but uh, the English title you might see around is a uh, Rust Eater, Visco. And it's, <laughs> I'm sorry, speaking of more timely uh, relevant things in our reality, um, this is about a plague. <laughs> uh-huh. A plague sleeps Japan. It turns it into a uh, Mad Max. Uh, well, not quite, not all of it. The, 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 but now parts of Japan is just a desert, I guess. <laughs> just, just, um, and this literal um, cloud of rust, um, yeah, sweeps across Japan. No one knows where the fuck it came from. It basically um, infects people in a very visible way, where like you know, akin to like how metal rust and like what you know what rust is, um, you know, like these kind of like splotches creep up on like people's body like you know it appears that way you know and it just makes them sick it overall makes them sick it kind of looks like it's psoriasis but it's worse <laughs> it's not Ooh. just itchy it's actually making them sick from the inside out it's like it's like poison right um the the thing about yeah and again like no one knows where this rust exactly came from uh people are convinced it came from mushrooms uh <laughs> it came from like mushrooms so mushrooms are just not like no you can't just have like literally you cannot just have mushrooms around it's like contraband it's just it's like no this is you can't just deal with this anymore um and it's very interesting that this um uh this this plague has pretty much regressed japan in in, in some way where like in like people are kind of um you know you know like it's 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 very it's very chopped at now society's like not very structured in an industrialized way anymore like the class divide is even worse than it is now like there's like like people have kind of reverted to like faction like tribalistic groups so there's so you got like two basic factions of um you know people who are seeking out the mushrooms who are like hey you know where did this actually come from you know and trying to like you know go into the source to figure out the source you know or to figure out a cure to all this and then there's also basically like what what do they call them they're uh them uh well there's basically mushroom cops uh (laughs) there's mushroom there's 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 quote-unquote mushroom terrorists they call it mushroom terrorism and then like mushroom cops they're not literally called mushroom cops but the name is not coming to me right now anyway yes so like mushrooms are banned and the what's interesting is that the first episode does not start with the title character at all we're it's actually following the secondary character that tags along and you see this this blue-haired twink uh (laughs) he is (laughs) they call he is nicknamed dr panda because he has like this black spot in his eye that they have yet to explain i don't know if it's just a superficial beauty mark it's just a thing what his character is i'm not sure yet what's going on but what's what's interesting about um dr panda that's just my way of shortening his actual name um 
is that yeah he like he like helps out people like he's just like yeah don't you know don't have to fucking pay me like he's helping he like he's he literally has like a clinic like behind this um behind this brothel i don't know if that's the appropriate way to say because it's not quite a brothel it's like also like a bar you know it's like a lot of things it's, it's basically like, like a tavern a, a, yeah yeah sure sure you know it's 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 again like considering how like society has just collapsed and now people are just making do with their best like this is basically like a shady part of the downtown district you know, like, not quite a red light district, but a shady part of, like, this this place in Tokyo now. Where, yeah, it just has a makeshift, like, clinic behind it. You know, he's helping out, like, these sex workers, you know, just giving them, you know, services to, like, check up on them. And then, yeah, like, a lot of these clearly working class people coming to him who have been affected by the rust because they do outside labor. So they were most impacted by it. Like, the first episode has, like, this child and this father who are, like, again, outside laborers who are going to him. And he's like, yeah, sure, for your charge. You know, but under, you know, underneath it all, he's, like, ga illegally gathering mushrooms because he sincerely wants to figure out a cure. Like, hey, are these things actually bad? Like, what is the deal? And then he runs into, and then he runs into the main, actual main character, who, um, Bisco. Uh, <laughs> and it's interesting, like, everyone, everyone, it's interesting, like, again, to just kind of show, like, how society has changed and kind of, like, reverted back to, like, more, um, a more simplistic hierarchy. Like, everyone's name is kind of, like, like everyone's name has clearly like you know a, a, a you know a Japanese convention structure, but then the other half of your name is like a made up word. Like it's not a word that like it doesn't. Um, like again, Doctor Panda's actual name is um, Milo Niko Yanagi, which is does not sound like a real name at all. But like clearly, it's one of those things where like hundred like again, don't know how long the plague has been going on, but yeah, again, just like an example of like how much. Japan has just kind of like fallen and now everything has kind of like just been you know there's no like hierarchy anymore um so yeah ultimately it's 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 just a classic like story structure of like oh these two people of like opposite ends now have to work to e with each other and I just I was very interested that they decided to follow like the secondary character first and now we're here on like going with their band and then traveling to like the mad next part of Japan now to figure out what the hell is going on because supposedly there is, like, a giant, giant mushroom now that actually is a source of, like, everything, you know. Um, and, yeah, um, it's a pretty fun ride so far. Um, I not, have not watched a lot of episodes yet. I think my big problem with that transition between the secondary character to the actual main character was kind of jarring in a way that... Well, not jarring. It was, it was like, well done in the first episode where they revealed the actual main character at the end. Um who um again these the, the mushroom terrorist faction where these are people like seeking out mushrooms willingly you know despite despite going against the authorities uh, against that whole thing um but we didn't really get to know them like that well and we're kind of jumping in on it pretty quickly but i guess that's the whole point we're like on this journey with them to figure out like what the deal is to get to the you know end point um mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting so far. It's it's just kind of funny to me on the surface with all the elements at play here. Oh yeah, and then the main character has like a giant crab pet, like a giant crab, just like an epically huge crab. I I dig that. I, I quite like that. I've not seen that before. I, I quite dig the crab. Um, so there's like a lot of jokes here in regards to like, what is it? Carcinogenic, carcinogenic, crabification. I'm just gonna say crabification. Crabification, fungusification. There's like so much going on here. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot of bio biological things going on in this series, which is, I don't know. It, yeah, it's a very weird series, a very weird, interesting series. Even more interesting enough, it's from a light novel, and it's not an isekai. That's, that's, that's stunning. That's stunning. Good job. Good job. We, we did it. Um, yeah, I'm, 
I am so grateful anytime there is a series that isn't an isekai, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, it is like... That's like the thing with Ranking of Kings that I was like sort of saying. It's just like they all follow a template and it's just like, why is this an isekai? Fundamentally, what are you bringing to the table? Some of them do the thing that ReZero does where they're like, oh, let's evaluate what their life was like and turn this into a sort of allegorical look. And then it's like, most of them aren't though. Most Mm -hmm. of them are just like, you know what a pizza is isn't that great like why do you <laughs> like it just does right. nothing to the plot you don't right. know like, because it is, what it is right like a lot of a lot of series that like really tried and actually developed it a bit like like the book of isekai too where she actually there, there was actual thought to like oh god the ramifications of like her being a person from a modern right world yeah and how and that, what that does to the economy and yeah stuff. introducing yeah. yeah and like what are what are the consequences of of like her introducing that stuff to this world that otherwise does not have those things, um, and none of and yeah none of those things are explored here because it's not easy, guys. So that's cool. Just exploring fun, uh, mushroom and crabs. It's great. It's great. It's it's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> no, that sounds a lot more interesting than I thought. From uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a, it could sec- it could easily glance. go sideways anytime. Like just yeah. absolutely, but like so far, it's 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 a really strange premise that I'm like I'm like down for. It's 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 quite it's quite weird. Um, Hell yeah, yeah. Um, I love mushrooms. I just want to say that. Oh yeah, I love when I watched when I was um. I love their shape. I don't yeah. do mushrooms oh, though. That's the one thing I don't do in mushrooms. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that I stuff. I think we've got a mutual like that can help you with that if you ever need be. <laughs> <laughs> I I have only once, but let's not talk about that. No, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Over, I feel like there's an obvious ones. metaphor going on with this series at some point, like mushroom, yeah. Japan. Hmm. Huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Not to assume, I, but that uh, tends to be yeah. <laughs> Someday I need to make sure everyone knows about the Kara no Kyokai insane weed part where they act like weed makes you into the devil and have superpowers. Uh, they, get, they have a reefer so madness PSA. Yeah, yeah. cuz it was the <laughs> 90s so they were even more intense back then. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um but no um um yeah, I I ever since the Doro Hidoro and I was like fuck yes, mushrooms everywhere, finally mm-hmm. getting their due. You know, a lot of people out there I think there are valid reasons to not like mushrooms, you know, taste, texture, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Can, but yeah, yeah. so many people just stay away from them for no good reason when they mm-hmm. are truly incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, give them a try, folks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't ever tried, just try it. It's good. There's different kinds. I like yeah, mushrooms all sorts of in a soup. Yeah. 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 It's good. Mushroom. I like them in a sauce. Mm. I like them yeah. in an omelet. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite kind. Yep. Um, I'm about awesome. to make an insane recipe from the Final Fantasy XIV cookbook that's like just <laughs> mushrooms. All right. It's like five uh-huh. different kinds of mushrooms. Oh, shit. Mushroom medley. Truffles? Yeah. That's a fancy mushroom. Oh, that's a fancy uh, mushroom. Truffles yeah. are crazy. I've always wanted to try truffles. I've yet to try they them. Can be, they can be a little strong. That's like definitely a mushroom. Yeah. Like, like if that's, the, that's the first mushroom you ever have. That's like not great. That's like literally a... Yeah. That's right, literally a like, palate subjective thing you know that's you'll like, think the others are all like nothing in comparison yeah I feel yeah like. yeah truffles can be like i don't even know how to describe that flavor but like for one it can be too salty or at least how it's prepared can be too salty like but that's why they're very much like a, a, a 
not something you should eat like at whole. It's very, it, it's something you pepper on. You know, it's like oh, it's a seasoning or it's something like incorporated into yeah. a bigger thing, right? Yeah, it's a very strong flavor. It's like a stinky cheese in a way. You know, it's like don't. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not reflective of other cheeses. Man, now I want to try a truffle. I'm just like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I had mm-hmm. forgotten that was one of my goals because I was going to make a meal <laughs> with them. But, you know, they're expensive also. That's, so you know, yeah, like, they're like a... You, yeah. you have to do all this for something that won't particularly fill you all the way, mm-hmm. you know? Gotta... Yeah, again, they're mostly for Gotta flavor. have a pig. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I need it. That's pig. If that movie taught me anything, it's that I need to have a pig. <laughs> um... But yeah, boys, how's how's your dress up darling show? <laughs> All right, boy talk. Let's go. I'm not, I'm not even caught up, so but I, I Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you've you've watching it too? Okay, then. I, okay. Yeah, I'm watching it, but I'm okay. not caught up at all from from the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Elvie's going to have to play some catch up before she can hang out with the boys. Yeah. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> In the boys room. <laughs> Folks, here at so Unlimited Real on? Works, we're uh taking a stop dr- down to uh Dude Rock. <laughs> oh boy um yeah it's I, i'm still enjoying it you know I, I feel like you know the the very valid complaint that the show is very horny is still quite valid um because it is fucking crazy horny um but i i still just i can still just look past it because the rest of it is so good. I'm still just having such a great time seeing these characters interact and be so passionate and so well animated. And again, I don't think this is like the greatest thing ever. You know, it's it's just a cute romance show with people who really give a damn about cosplay. And it's just nice. I, I just like how like equal they end up being like she's into him too like and it's it's really cute how she's just like like there's a whole segment in this where she's just like oh fuck i oh no i have a huge crush on this guy oh no (laughs) like it's just like her like dealing with that and being like this is scary but also it kind of rolls like no honestly like enjoying it and sweating it at the same time yeah the way that they set up this entire thing is a very nice sequence of events that also you know rewards you for paying just the littlest bit of attention to this show because very early on uh gojo mentions like uh you know like i don't know with my liner with my line of work aesthetics and like what beauty is are a very personal thing. If for me to use the word beautiful means that I have a deep care for this thing that like I'm looking at or that I'm like uh, using the word for. Uh, flash forward to episode five where, you know, managed to uh, get uh, Marine her cosplay all set up and she's like, dude, this looks really good. What if we just went to the cosplay event that's going on nearby? They decide to go. Everyone's having a good time. She's like, oh, dude, this is great. I'm literally going to pop out of these clothes because I'm so fucking hot. We got to take care of this. Like, <laughs> just. Yeah, that that was something that, like, I, I very specifically mentioned, like, as someone who has been friends with cosplayers and, you know, like, has done a little cosplay before yeah it gets real fucking bad like if you're wearing any kind of like not even like a super sexy mm-hmm. costume like it you get real fucked up real quick like i have had friends who like i i've had to like 
walk back to the room and to make and make sure that like their entire fucking like chest doesn't just fall out because they're 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 like seams are undoing or whatever they got to get back to like sew something back together it, it, it like you know it's, yeah. it's it's played up for like a hor- a horny segment don't get that don't get it twisted uh, of course but it is still very very like real life in the cosplayer life yeah. like oh god yeah this is just going to this is just going to fall I, right off of me i cannot stress enough how miserable the june convention was when i was like 16 with my girlfriend doing uh roxas and riku cosplays Uh with the organization 13 codes (laughs) in a primarily outdoor con it was like yeah it was miserable and top it all off a wig can get really hot oh they're awful for me especially a cheap synthetic wig you know that's all you got you Mm -hmm. know so it's like uh but then yeah you know like end of the day uh gojo's just dozing off when they're in the when they're in the uh, train he's just like yeah, no, you were really beautiful today. And she's just like, wait, what? Dude, what? And Q, like, oh, fuck, am I falling for this guy? This guy? Yeah, I guess I am. Fuck. I can't be doing that. And it's very cute. It's very, uh, very nicely set up. And just in time, too, we get introduced to a new character. Specifically another uh another like uh i'd say rising star in the cosplay scene for the setting that they have who noticed uh marine's uh cosplay and was like damn this is pretty decent quality what if i just (laughs) another horny segment where it's like um so god a lot of a lot of things to set up here where one the grandpa, you know, has been caught in the classic standard of why is my son, why is my, uh, basically my son having so many women's garments with him? And then that turns to, this oh, boy's sh- up in his room blasting crazy rope. No, <laughs> yeah. it's just, he's, 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 he's watching porno. He's got like leggings. What's going on here? Wait, you've brought a hotted woman here? Well, I guess I understand. <laughs> Uh, oh, by the way, Gojo, I gotta go take care of stuff. Uh, you got a friend over here. Grandpa, I only have one friend. Who are you talking about? And it's the new, uh, cosplayer who I am gonna look up the name for real quick. But, you know, in standard fashion for this show, uh, they are introduced because it was raining and she had to go take a bath so he's like is this a scam <laughs> yeah. are you a scammer uh-huh. no you're just naked in my bathroom and he classic in uh, he he sees it all she slips trying to like fucking attack him i guess and oh goes, no. no no yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah her whole thing is that she's like on the small side so she likes to cosplay all the like magical girls and stuff and so you know, Marin's like freaking out, like, "Oh my God, you're you're so cute! I can't believe I finally get to meet you!" And you know, she's like, "This new cosplay girl is just like, yeah, you know, I am just here because I want to see your cosplay." Like he, at first, he's like, "Wait, wait, oh wow, you want to see like the Hina dolls? I can show you around the store." And she's like, "What the fuck? Where's the cosplay?" And he's just like, "No, I I make dolls," and you know, t- t- having to like suss out like. 
oh, do I want this to be something that I do on the reg and not just for, for Marine, but like for other people. And, you know, it just kind of tumbles through there. They like Marine's, you know, super happy to be collaborating with someone else, even if she's not really like fully cosplaying with her. And, you know, it's just, she's just really excited to like get to know other people in the cosplay community, especially someone she looks up to. Yep. Uh, this is Sajuna Inui. That's right. Yep. Uh, nah, you know, pretty, pretty good vibes. I'm excited to see what's going to come up because now the bit is, oh yeah, I needed you to do this cosplay for me of this one magical girl who like goes uh, sicko mode because she's with her uh, sister now. And then Marine's like, you know, if if you want to cosplay the, the girl, I I could I could cosplay the the sister. And Juju's like, nah, fuck that. And she's like, bro, you didn't even let me finish. But it spoilers because it's the second outfit in the fucking uh, opening. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's fun. Um, I it's worry fun. about. Eh, I say worry, but I I can only imagine what jokes are going to come up once they bring up uh, Sajuna's younger sister, uh, Shinju, who, you know, due to the law of comedy, if Sajuna is a second year high schooler who looks like a middle schooler, Shinju is a middle schooler who looks like a high schooler. No. Oh, fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fear. I mean... It happens. Uh, again, it's, 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 How it's many... this thing where it's like... It's this thing where it's like... I I wish I knew... I wish I could just get into the mind of mangaka. Because there's like... Definitely a like... There's definitely a group of mangaka who are just like... Yeah, I want, I, I want to put all this... All the dumb jokes in here. But like... At some point you kind of have to get... You kind of have to think like... Did the editor say that they gotta put th- these kind of jokes in here, or just this something that they really wanted to do? Because like, like so much of this is like pretty respectful for what it's trying to do, and like, yeah, sure, some of the sex jokes are just. I would also say that some of the je- sex jokes are more like funny and like going along with it than some of the other ones are. And I, f- I, I like, who knows if like an editor is like, nah, you gotta, you gotta add more horny shit here, here, here. You know, like, I don't know. Well. Do you want to hear my educated take? Sure. The creator is a very horny woman. Let's like very horny go. publicly on Twitter. <laughs> so I think it is probably just her. Shinichi okay. Fukuda, what is up? <laughs> Let's go. We respect queens in the unlimited real work. <laughs> It, it it definitely is what made me go, you know, because you know I felt I, like I watched the first episode and then I was like at the end I was like, eh, I don't really think this is my cup of tea. Sure. Um, because of the horny stuff, and then afterwards my friend was like, oh, I like it because it's like, oh, you get to see a woman woman's idea of horny, and I don't know if I agree with that all the way, but it's like, you know, it it made it more acceptable it's different to me, it's definitely guess, different basically yeah yeah because i see a lot of the uh you know the nisei koi's etc etc um series about a lot of women written by a man that are 
it's horny and it's just uncomfortable. You know, um, there's too much male gaze and yeah and i think that's the difference between what i saw at least in that episode for at the very least there is a deliberate male gaze but it is that guy's gaze i guess to an extent and you are seeing through it to an extent sometimes you got the male in, in anime sometimes you have the male gaze sometimes you have male gaze not often do you have the female gaze and very in a in a limited perspective do you have female gaze but also you need to have the yeah. female gaze about the female gaze bloom into you well wait i think that's written by a guy (laughs) don't quote me on that (laughs) i don't quote me on that don't quote me on that uh did my joke not land neo nakatani uh that i might be off i might be off base ah dang oh wait 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 yeah 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 she is the author and illustrator of bloom into you oh land in that i'm like pretty sure god i love we we celebrate gender i I guess (laughs) i went fucking oh he not a show you a mode with that one god (laughs) yeah bloom into you was also made by the person who made uh he made Adachi and Chimamura, which was also yeah. very, very sweet, and no- nothing bad happened. Like it was very interest. It was very, at least anime. Like it was very oddly well done when it came to like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the two girls who's like, oh god, do I like have se- you know like do I have feelings for this girl? Or like you know, a very honest picture of like, do I even have sexual feelings of this girl without it being very, without it being gratuitous or like exploitative at all? I thought mm-hmm. it was just very right. much, yeah. This is like a teenager going through those emotions and needing to show what is necessary. Um, like stuff like, you know, she was like, she fantasizes about her a bit. But again, it's not in a way that I felt like was very male gazy, even though even though it is written by a man. Um, and again, like, I, I'm not sure actually what the specifics in regards to anime direction, but I, I felt like what was depicted was very sweet and tasteful mm-hmm. from what I recall watching the series. My, like, my heart Wait, The only thing I remember being weird about the series was the weird... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The only thing I remember being weird about the series was the weird uh, space girl bit, which again was a reference to uh, <laughs> his previous I work, uh, you the, yeah, the alien girl, yeah, ground control to a uh, psychoelectric girl, Demba Ona. Um, <laughs> very odd. Demba Ona is probably the weirdest thing this person has made. Uh, <laughs> well, with regards to dress up, darling, I will say I pray that they they don't go into the dark world for you <laughs> for you all. I hope you can stay safe. I stay happy. I don't think it'll get too bad. I don't think it'll get too bad. Probably not. I don't think nah. so either. Um, but you never know. You can never be too careful. You're right. You're right. God. It's anime, baby. We're always on high alert. I, I just speaking I of. Mm, yeah. Sorry, I'm just. I'm reveling in that fucking slam dunk. <laughs> Uh, good work good work thank you um how are those isekai yeah so that's what i was gonna say there's two fucked up isekai this season real quick i just want to say that this is fucked up this this specific part fucked up they're Mm -hmm. both gender swap isekais okay okay Okay. Uh uh-huh so the first one I've I've mentioned to y'all, which is the uh she could profess herself pupil of the wise man. Okay. Um it is this per- this dude RP's Dan Balf Gundledore. <laughs> um who is the combination of Gandalf and Dumbledore mm-hmm. in this MMO. 
and then he was fooling her fool you know fooling around with a uh a character change potion that made him into a small woman mm-hmm. um you know everyone does that and then uh now he's just that character in an isekai world um just sort of seemed to accept it i hardcore role players i guess built different um but uh the disturbing thing about that show that is what basically the only thing that stuck out to me they keep making jokes about her pissing Mm. Uh uh-huh um and this is interesting because this was not in the books oh um i have a friend who read the books and was very (laughs) confused by all this um Every episode oh, no. seems to implement into what was once just a normal conversation, either her awkwardly talking to someone while she's, like, in the bathroom. Oh, no. Or just being desperate to go to the bathroom. No, it's piss desperation! The piss first... desperation. The Wait, first who, what's ep- the stu- who's the studio that made it? What, what That's a great question. There? Let me uh, hmm. look it up. <laughs> We got piss freaks. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to see. Uh, it's Studio A Cat. Okay, it's maybe one of the newer or smaller ones. That yeah, they're pretty new. They're only like four years old. Okay. Um, but uh, the thing that really got me in the first episode was it was the first time they did the pissing was mm-hmm. the entire last ten minutes of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Was silent. Uh, with right. a weird, like, string composition playing as this, like, like, oh, oh, you know, woken up in the isekai world now. And it's the isekai world. But no one's talking. It's her going around. She has no idea what's going on. She's confused. And then there's just this one part where it just fucking shows her smiling because she pissed. And I was just like, Dog what is going on like i that was the point where i messaged my friend and was like what's wrong with you um (laughs) this is just disturbing i wanted to know if you guys have any insight into why an anime studio would specifically add in pissing scenes do you have experience with it before like this series no i'm just saying an animator probably oh you think you think they they're experienced in piss scenes probably I don't know people's track records. That's really scary. It is. I I just want to, like, I cannot, just, like, the, the scenes where it's someone trying to talk to her and she's trying to go to the bathroom, like, that's insane stuff to me. That is, like, you've, you've discovered someone's really weirdly specific fetish. Hmm. Like, it's not. Anyways, the rest of the show isn't very good either. Uh. So I, I, if you can believe it, um... But, um, no, the other isekai one is the one where it's, uh, what is it, uh... I got I, you, because it's the front page on fucking Crunchyroll. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Life with an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout. Yeah, so that one feels like, um, someone trying to, like, covertly make a trans story genuinely but like 30 years ago and they've ignored all progress that the series like that the medium has made <laughs> oh no towards telling oh, that no, narrative no 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 no, no. 
<laughs> yeah. So. Oh, no. That's all I think. That's like basically all I need to say about that. Okay. Um, it is so. When I found out like this is a recent series, I was like, I it is. Because it it really is just like. Wow, like. I guess we're doing a relationship between these two bros who used to be best friends, but now one's a girl. But we're never going to show what the girl looked like beforehand because she can't visualize it in her mind because she doesn't like it. And it's like, uh huh. Mm. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's. The thing that was getting me about both of these happening at once is it's like, why? And then secondly, it's like the fact that there are eight other isekai this season on top of those two. It's like, I want to know when it's going to stop. When when are we going to be free? Never. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> like, do you think never? Or do you, do you think we will ever have a breathing period? Do you think it will ever stop? Okay, like, so at least being eight shows a season? I, I, part of this is that I am genuinely trying to think about when exactly because part of it is isekai as we define it now being different from isekai as the genre overall as i will be right because you you, mm. you start out with your fucking uh fushigi, fushigi yugi your inuyasha your yeah. inuyasha kind of uh, yeah. digimon adventure you know uh, the the focus <laughs> is less or no sorry the focus began is I need to go to this alternate world to grow up a little bit so I can take care of what I need to back home. At some point, that is flipped to everything sucks here. I need to escape, period. And on one end, it's like, you know, that's just late stage capitalism and the fact that escapism stories are always going to be there. On the other hand... You've now made a market out of escapism stories and specifically have to, like, tailor specific ideas into it. Dot Hack, I would say, still is in the former end of that spectrum, but also never really builds itself as, like, oh, I'm explicitly, like, escaping this world. It's more just, like, you know, I'm going into the MMO to take care of stuff in the MMO. I feel Sword Art would take that step further to go, oh, also, if you die in the game, you die in... Like, there there are so (laughs) many specific steps that get us into our current... uh, our, Our current isekai issue. And... I could not tell you what exact... Like, you know, maybe it's stuff like Ranking of Kings that'll remind people, oh, we can just do fantasy without having to add in this isekai aspect to it or you know an influx of original anime that will allow people to branch out into other stuff maybe finding other light novels that can generate uh interest in what's going on like a sabikui bisco or whatever else Mm -hmm. like it it I couldn't tell you the one thing that'll stop isekai anime, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, which 
Eh, no, I'll bring it up later. But in, in a time where we love to talk about the glut of anime that comes up, part of it is just the fact that it's so many adaptations of series that are just a very easy 12-core series to make just to cash in on something. Mm-hmm. And what you're cashing in on nine times out of ten, as I sit here looking at the thumbnail for World's End Harem, is no, oh yeah, it's it's <sighs> random. Something very yep, yep. easy to sell hot women. It was also, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was actually delayed, so it's it's running this season, but it was supposed to play um last season last year. The strongest sage with the weakest crest. Just going through all of them was like, God damn. It's, oh, like, I don't know. Like, it's, I think what gets me, okay? Mm-hmm. I think what gets me is every now and again you see like a log horizon, right? A log horizon is one where the person has genuine interest in the systems that they are establishing yes. within their work and an intersection with what those characters would like actually meaningfully care about and act in a realistic way. And then most of the time you have the Sword Art Online guy. <laughs> yeah where he has not played a video game since 2000 he does not know what video games are like he doesn't care what video games are like he's just fascinated by the concept of it and he remembers dragon quest and he assumes that's what like a vr mmo would have dragon quest right because we all love right? to play dragon quest <laughs> and it's just like it's just such a like when you get to creating work just because you think that it's a good idea basically like not even that that's a bad way to put it when you're creating a work because you think other people will think it's a good idea basically Mm -hmm. is what the entire like recent trend has been and that's really what it feels like it feels like yes exactly what you said maverick where it is the escapism but it's also like just this is what i other works are right now so i have to put my weird you know, like, think about, like, a S.H.I.E.L.D. hero, right? That at its core is, like, a weird story about, like, slavery and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately, it's about, like, weird misogyny and, like, all these other ideas. But it's wrapped in the layers of an isekai just because that's what sells and that's the idea. And it's just, like, that's, like, almost all of them. And it's, like, I just don't know why it is being successful even if it has hot women you know like people can find hot women on twitter like I just, <laughs> yeah for free <laughs> it's just so it's so weird to me it's so weird to me it, every modern escapist isekai is imperialist in some way it's true i was thinking about that not an isekai but like um when lv was talking about disco it made me think of mm-hmm. like how many shows there have been recently that are all about the true japan has fallen yeah, yeah. and it's all like yeah, just curi- constantly recently it's yeah, like yeah. god damn very curious like... where it's good and there's specifically also older source material too so i think Bisco has been running since 2014 2013 could be wrong um it's it's it is it is concerning that uh, oh we are go gonna choose to adapt with... these things yeah yeah with, with yeah. kind of weird nationalistic um <sighs> Ten, but potential again. Not sure where Bisco's gonna go. Maybe it won't go that direction, right? But like, yeah, yeah. There's definitely something about like 
um, they don't a, even a scene Japan destroyed, you know, Japan destroyed, like disaster, disaster genre stuff, right? Yeah, too has been a thing. And it's like, and then the population gets in print in quotation marks diluted, right? Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. always what happens. It's mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Which, my understanding, that's what World's End Harem is. It's like why the last man, except porn. <laughs> yeah, it's just like except, except not. You know, while Why Last Man definitely has, like, even if you don't know that story, it definitely has, like, when you immediately hear the premise, like, oh, last guy on Earth. Oh, boy, he's the last guy on Earth. It's only women left. Oh, oh. Um, it, like, it definitely has, like, its own issues, but this is, like, just literally taking that and making it worse. Um, again, not to say that Why Last Man actually has, like, a lot of, like, there's a lot of things about it that people, like, the comics world has respected for, and, like, for sure. And there's definitely, like, a lot of things I'm, like, very curious about, like, uh, reading reading that series at last finally in proper form and then the the the, the adaptation got canceled actually <laughs> recently but yeah that's what world's end harem is and oh, um oh last guy in the world and it's only women what do we do um <laughs> well, no it, it is very interesting seeing like yeah i agree there seems to be some rising um interest in like post-apocalyptic japan which 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 is which which is which is interesting that we didn't see that earlier when Japan had a Japan Japanese meat had a zombie moment like simultaneously yeah. when it's like oh interesting that wasn't <laughs> they didn't really tap more into it beyond you know all that other stuff but um yeah uh, but you know like we said stuff like ranking of kings it made I have to remind myself this every year like oh you know all this good stuff still getting made it's fine Mm-hmm. It's just like you sit there and you go, God, I wish these animators weren't forced into the isekai lines for the easy adaptation. Yeah, it's it's it definitely takes a lot more to unpacking the print to TV pipeline. That's that you know, which I still am very confused of how that works in Japan's yeah. industry. In it's just to like light someone novels. talks yeah. to someone, right? Like yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I mean. it all happens, right? And then it's like, okay, so. A lot of these light novels were began writing and being published like years ago. So then, what is going on? That's like we need know, this that, now. That pu- the book yeah. publishers to the to TV exact. You know, it's 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 something like I I have no idea like what what that pipeline is like. Um, with how it's going in here in the states at least, right? It's it's we're seeing this kind of like surge now towards um adapt like going back years on or you know like people like seeing adaptations of comics that are like years old so and that's that's having a moment right especially in like the independent industry and, and, and independent comics <laughs> you are so obsessed with the marry me movie <laughs> i'm i'm obsessed with the marry movie i i have found a way to watch it uh i will not say how but i have found a way to watch it and i will gonna process it after this um but that is very fascinating to me. Like, just the fact that someone saw this OL, original English manga, quote-unquote, as I would call that era when Tokyo Pop was doing that stuff, styled comic in a print form in a convention 10 years ago and was like, I like that premise. And now it's a movie 10 years later is very bizarre. And, and it's a movie that is like has no semblance to what the source material is. That is fascinating to me. And, and if we're going to see that more in American media, that is going to be a very interesting landscape and in how that, like, shapes, like, more of that stuff. Like, you know, we're, we're seeing that stuff when, yeah, like, webtoons and line webtoons. And I don't know. I think it's a very interesting moment going on here. But, yeah. 
very confusing. I don't understand the white novel industry at all in Japan. It just seems like everyone's like, oh, sure. You make a book, put it out there, and it's, there it is. Anything yep. gets approved. It's very odd. Um, MFs. Which, again, is... It, MFs really just said, we don't want to call it a novella. We got to find another way to call it something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a pulp, or a pulp novel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, they're basically pulp novels, the equivalent, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they definitely are. I've been reading yeah, some yeah. recently. Let me tell you. No. They sure are. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of reading, John, what's the manga check-in? And what would you read in the manga? I got the manga, the manga check-in, and everybody. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit. Um, I uh, you know, as someone who lives near Kinokuniya, and uh, actually, um, I got a a, a year's um, like membership there for Christmas, so. Hey, I can buy manga for slightly cheaper, uh, or just whatever uh, you know Japanese books I, I wish to partake in, you know art books and the like. Um, so I've acquired a few things uh, over as time has gone on, uh, and I decided, hey, I'm just gonna sit down and I'm gonna read some manga. Um, so I read uh, two volumes of Die Dark. Um, I think I've caught up with everything that is available in the U.S. now, which is the first three volumes. Um, and it, that that's that's freaking fantastic. You know, you're just talking about Dora Hidoro. Uh, I would say that Die Dark is like, it's definitely Q Hayashida, like, just completely no inhibitions whatsoever. It's just like, hey, I want to make a story about this dumb teen who's basically invincible, and he's going around with his friends, who one of them is a back as a skeleton backpack. Uh, the other one is a uh, a hot lady who is also the personification of death and just walks around in, like, spooky robes all day. And he's also got a spaceship that is shaped like a skull dog that also has a little skull dog inside of it that's, like, piloting oh. it. And, oh, my gosh. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and, and, it, and it runs everything through a wire that sticks into its butthole. Um, mm-hmm. And there's Excellent. just gore fucking everywhere it is super like gross and just like super cheeky too it's got a very nonchalant sense of humor where like everyone's just kind of like hanging out and saying dumb shit and not really reacting to it but it's still very funny um i like it a whole lot you know obviously if you like door hidoro i think you'd like love this i I think you know as long as you are okay with gore because again this is a very very gory uh manga it is very violent but again it's it's in a it's in a fun way it's like I, like you know when i think of something like doom or mortal Kombat or something where like i i'd say that those at the very least in in practice are your gory in a fun way i think it's more silly than that even um so you know, if if you can handle like the glory kills and doom, and then I, I'm sure that you'll be fine with Die Dark. Um, but again, it, it's it's very it's very cheesy. It's very fun. Um, definitely recommend if you if you've liked Dora Hidoro. Um, also, check that out. Also, been checking in on fucking uh, Naoki Urasawa, the goat in my opinion, like, seriously, one of the best... Inclined to agree. Yeah. Um, I picked up a... uh, Because I I do want to read all of Pluto. I picked up the second volume of that. And that's just so fucking good. Oh, my God. The art is so 
good. Like I just I would just sit there and like look over a page over and over again just to like look at the different characters and their expressions and all that. That is the um if you do not know what that is, that is the basically official fan fiction that uh that Urasawa did for Astro Boy where he made it mm-hmm. about um a a serial killer going around killing the most advanced robots in the world and the people that uh that advocate for them and it's it's just so good it's so good it's just a really good mystery um again i've only read the first two volumes so i'm not i'm not all the way through it but so far it is very engrossing um and then i also uh read the first volume of Asadora, which is also by by him uh and i again only the first volume but uh it's it's very it's very heartwarming it's about a little girl in like i want to say it's like the 50s yeah the 50s because they they bring up a lot of like the about what's going on after the war and all that um who is uh caught in the in the uh aftermath of a typhoon and it's about her and a bunch of people coming together to try to help each other out after the typhoon. But uh, then right at the end of, of the first volume, there's a, there's a big old twist about what really went down with the typhoon. And, uh, you know, again, I, I'm not going to spoil it because, again, I, I, I love Urusawa stuff and I think everyone should check it out. But it's pretty out there. And uh, I definitely want to pick up more of Asadora and I want to pick up more of Pluto I got I, I got to finish 20th Century Boys. Like there's there's so much of his stuff that I haven't actually fully finished because I do like to own it. But um fantastic stuff all around. Fantastic, fantastic. Um that that is a that is a I think everyone should check it out uh recommendation for pretty much all of his work. Um you know, if you want to like stick your toes in the water before you uh like dive straight in, I would recommend there is a uh, short story collection that was uh, semi-recently released. I think it was like within the last year or so called Sneeze. That's just like a bunch of his like short stories that he did over the years that they compiled into a volume. And I would say check that out if you're if you're curious. Um, There is also another short story that got uh, released over here semi recently, which was a. Muji Rushi, which is such a fucking weird story, um, that I'll I'll just straight up say it. It's kind of sort of about Iyami from uh, Osamatsu-san. Oh. Okay. Uh huh. It's it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I I, I really highly recommend it though. Um, it's so weird. It's very weird, but it's very good. Yeah, that's that's also just like a one volume release. It's nine chapters though, so you know it's like a full story. But yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that he's done that's that's fucking incredible. Um, I know that my uh my my big uh I guess like hole in my knowledge about his stuff, which you know I feel like is probably the big hole because everyone really really likes it, is Monster. I do want to read Monster um i really like monster i wonder how the manga is for it because i i really liked the series but the series definitely spins its wheels at times Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i'll be honest like some some of his stuff does kind of spin its wheels like 
20th century Yeah, but boys. I mean, like, in an avitational sense, like, very much a lot of, like, long shots and stuff oh, like that. Oh, sure, yeah. I, 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 I specifically mean 20th century boys is kind of a pretty long story, and there are points where I feel like, maybe this could have been shaved off, maybe this a little bit could like not not necessarily because it's like bad but just like eh, you know but but also you got to think about oh this was like released weekly or monthly or whatever and, yeah exactly you know yeah that, that that's how it is but yeah I, I i fucking love everything urasawa does it's fantastic fantastic stuff um yeah i definitely need to get involved with more of it because like i i watched all of monster and i loved it so mm-hmm. like i just I don't know why I haven't, because Pluto's been recommended for years from you. I think specifically even, um, maybe? Wait. No, I've I've, I've been banging the 20th Century Boys drum for a while. That Uh, might just be what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, they they are, in fact, uh, I don't know when it's happening, but they did announce a Pluto anime adaptation, so... right. Yeah, the, uh, nobody knows, like, I'm looking on Annie list, and there is no, uh, like, date on it or anything like that but i'm sure that'll be that'll be a solid adaptation all right um lv what are what 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 do you want to talk about what do you want what do you feel like talking about out of here i did start odd taxi um, all right yeah I'm i really like it that. so far and not a lot of episodes and so did not say anything but um I, I really like it. I, I actually just, I, I think the big thing for me, what stood out to me was just the writing, the screenwriting of it is very good in a sense of like, wow, yeah, this is how old people do talk to each other. <laughs> like, this is, like the bizarre, like, and, and, and in general, like the dialogue is very realistic. It's, it's very weird and just grounded in like the awkward like pauses that do happen in conversations and just like. Once you get into, like, a thread of a topic, you just keep going at it and, like, mindlessly just keep talking about it. The fucking, like, the fucking Bruce Springsteen yeah. joke, like, with the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Springsteen is the, the MVP, fu- though. I was just like, I was like, what is happening? But I, I quite like it. I'm, like, not at all in the heart of anything where, you know, like, I, I, I'm not at all in the heart of, like, like, any of the true mystery of, like, what is going on, like, but... I, I do just like the its atmosphere and um what's presentation so far. It's very good. I, I like how too like I you're just noticing like the backgrounds are like intentionally left sketchy and rough. It's very nice and like it's 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 like a nice nice juxtaposition with like how clean the an- anthropomorphic character designs are, but no, I really like it so far. It's it's, it's very it's 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 definitely intriguing. Um So it's, it's definitely something like I'm just like kind of probably gonna go through and yeah I'm aware there's like a movie coming out that seems to be another like you know a reinterpretation of the whole series and, and a little more a little more stuff it seems so that's probably also something I'm just probably gonna jump right into if it comes out by the time I finish this which likely mm-hmm. would not take a long time but great music too like literally yeah this is like <laughs> riding in the car music like <laughs> yeah but, I still... oh. yeah yeah uh, was not to keep saying this, mm-hmm. but I still need to watch it. You know, <laughs> now is a good time for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bleak season. <laughs> uh, it sure is. But I've been watching Gundam, right? So like, it's like oh that's wow, up yeah, that's, that takes up so much time. Yeah. Um, 
I have also been watching Demon Slayer, though, if you want to uh-huh. talk about that a little, Maverick. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the most recent episode, but I know what happens from the manga. Right. So. Yeah. Um. God, as of this past Sunday, the Demon, or sorry, the Entertainment uh, District arc is over. So we have closed yet another section of Demon Slayer, and... How much more is there? I know that they just confirmed the third season, but uh, do you have an oh, idea have they? how, how many more seasons? Double check what that looks like, because <laughs> so we have Entertainment District. Uh, looks like there is the Swordsmith Village arc coming up. Mm-hmm. Trying to remember this one is about uh, uh there's definitely like a bit of an in-between but then it's like two more arcs that are sort of like off doing their own thing and then it just goes right into the final like battle arc so not like not terribly much not terribly much i would say that the entertainment district is like the last really big moment what's coming up is now just stuff that like is gonna be fleshing out characters like for the next one we're gonna have more time to see the uh love hashira uh hotted woman yeah she certainly is yeah um yeah i i'm i just i i know what happens in that arc but i still want to see shinobu again right um in fight form love that insane woman um i think that right now as good as an adaptation as this is I think this this is like the best possible adaptation that series could have gotten, yeah. right? Like, it's insane. Uh, I really wish that they UFO table was maybe doing something else in between. Cause I generally like their work. I know I'm the tight moon bitch, but like I, I do like when they do like fate stuff and other stuff. And the fate stuff all being handled by A one pictures and stuff like that recently has been uh. A little underwhelming to say the least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to even just see UFO Table take another series and do a glow up like Demon Slayer, kind of. Yeah, uh, I I get it though because you can definitely tell that it is a very much all hands on deck uh, performance, and I yeah, mean, with definitely. the little that I've seen of like their fate work, I get it. It. If I had to choose a way for them to take care of stuff, I would rather this kind of a thing where it's like, you know what? We're going to have our one focus, and until we have nothing left to do, we're just going to go all in on it. And honestly, I think this is also going to be a good direction for them, if only because there isn't much left. Uh, The next season, so... There's 28 chapters in the next uh, 
the next arc. I, I think what's easy to forget as well is that the Entertainment District arc is 30 chapters, so like 11 episodes. They also redid uh, the Infinity Train arc. They sure did. So that also took up an entire core. So it, if I really had to consider like what they could do, they probably are going to just combine... Uh, and, and, and I think this is what a lot of people are looking at. Combining the Swordsmith Village and Hasha training arcs, and I could honestly see the finale of this series being done in two movies. One for right. the Infinity Castle, yeah. one for the Sunrise Countdown. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened, yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And then we get more Karen no There you go. You think so? I, no. <laughs> You'll get more fate. <laughs> Never again. I, I don't... Like, they have actually... The UFO table was randomly like, hey, we set up a birthday countdown for Shiki. And I'm like, why did you do that, man? <laughs> like, you haven't touched this shit since 2012. Um, no. I... I I, I want them to just keep moving on to new things. They'll they'll be pinch hitters for MAPPA to make sure that they don't kill themselves. God. That would be nice, in a way. It would be nice, wouldn't it? I I keep thinking about how Chainsaw Man is this year, and I'm like... Oh. Honestly, here's the thing. If I had to oh. actually consider the stuff that's in Chainsaw Man, it is much more visual-focused than it is animation-focused. That's that's fair. Yeah. I think that there are a lot but, more like set pieces and post like a, a lot more of it. I think is going to shine from the way that the post production takes care of things. Not to say that like you will have like quality animation, but at the same time, like you know, the manga looked rough in a way that felt very genuine. And I, I get and you. I don't think like it's gonna be like uh, slobber knock and drag out brawls all the time, but rather just mm-hmm. you know having those peaks when they do show up. Yeah, I agree. But I think that if they don't do the blood tech right, yeah, it'll immediately go down as probably like a bad adaptation. I guess right? like. If Demon Slayer didn't nail the six sword moves, right? Right. It probably still would have been fine because UFO table's insane. But, <laughs> like, it wouldn't stand out that much. That's what I'm wondering. That, I think Jujutsu Kaisen makes me optimistic. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if they they know Blood Tech, they know... Yeah. But if they're dying over there, mm-hmm. which they are... They're almost uh, done with Attack on Titan. As soon as they can just... <laughs> Why did they take that? Why did they do it? I mean, it? here's the thing. Uh, I can't, like, would I rather them take it or would I rather what studio to still be burdened with it? I don't know. <laughs> You're right. Just no one. What studio got to drop it and do a bunch of women work? Yeah. So. Well, what if what if Attack on if Titan just never exists? I take my time machine. <laughs> Cosmo, Wanda, my one <laughs> I 
genuinely, it would have done so much good if it didn't, I think. I think it did so much damage to a lot of critical thinking in the anime sphere specifically mm. because it encouraged a very reactionary pushback in a way that other stuff obviously had done, but in a way that was far more dangerous given the subject matter. Mm-hmm. And it took um, a while for people to actually look at the subject matter and be like, hey, what's going on here? Wow, turns out everyone who told me it was really bad over the years was right. Like, when that fucking ending popped out. Like, god damn. (laughs) I keep thinking of the meme on Twitter that goes around all the time where it's like, the scrunched up Squidward and it said I had to when I when you have to debate genocide with an AOT fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's, no. uh, it's so uh can't wait for that to be over. Not looking forward to the explosion when the anime only see the ending. Oh I god. It is dire. It is <sighs> dire. Um Yeah, how about one more thing from uh LV and one more thing from Maverick, because I do want to hear you talk about Shirbako, but I want to break it up a little. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about one more thing, Elfie? Yeah, sure. Very quickly, because this is a very quick thing. I highly recommend watching Sorairo, uh Utility, Sky Blue Utility. It is right. literally three girls hanging out and golfing for 14 minutes. You can do it. Do it. That uh, sounds it's compelling. Not, it's not a whole ass series. It's literally just perhaps a studio showpiece. Like, you know, a studio I'm not familiar with. Um, and you're probably done other work, but it's pretty much, I feel like this is just literally a short for the sake of doing a short. And that's great. That's, that's, I wish there was just more of that stuff I can just access and be like, hey, sure, why not? And yeah, the biggest problem is like anime movies when they get into theater. I'm like, eh, I want to like support this, but I can't. Um, yeah, it's nice to see this just, just pop up. Like, hey, that's weird. This is just accessible. Sure. And I really don't have anything to say about it. It's just three girls having a good time and golfing. There is no, there is absolutely nothing that happens. They're just golfing. They're just hanging out. They're like all three tropes of what exactly you expect it to be. Like there's the horny one, there's the normal one, and then there's the tomboyish one. That's it. Uh, (laughs) And it's 14 minutes. Go watch these girls golf. That said, there is an actual golf series, I think, happening next season. Um, This is not Finally. (laughs) This is not that, though, but hey. It's, it's, it's literally every, like, comfy series you in, would encompass, like, in, like, two, one uh, short. Go for it. Um, they also made a whole ass theme song for it, which is really funny to me. It's, like, three minutes of the 14 minutes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> LV, I was going to go check to see if the, um, what the golf anime was called, and I found mm-hmm. out that Bookie Sekai is back next season. Oh, boy. Through golf. Um, yeah <laughs> through golf big mm-hmm. switch around <laughs> she's decided that she hates books you can't escape it you can't no no none of us can we are honestly if she that. started making golf courses in the in her fantasy not even fantasy it's not barely fantasy no it's, it's reality um i think that she introducing would golf. be a, a criminal i think she should introduce introducing competitive sports like that is the <laughs> just golf specifically i think and, I, oh yeah I, golf is the worst it's sport. so mm, that said these anime girls were lo- really loving it they were like they love <laughs> they fucking love it so it i think this is a great advertisement i think this is great propaganda for golf like i just to make it actually look fun 
Like, yeah, I mean, the gals, instead of going to the mall or, like, whatever, we're going to go golf. Like, this is not even mini golf, which mini golf has an appeal. Like, it's a date right. thing. Like, yeah, just golf. They're actually just golfing. <laughs> and, again, great, great screen cap moments. Like, I, I'm pretty sure people have seen the one where the, the main girl is, like, just pointing at somebody in distance. It's a great exploitable meme. I highly recommend. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, looks and... Fuck golf, like just <laughs> honestly, good for them to do golf where, <laughs> I and definitely not a sport I think is popular in Japan. Absolutely, probably like the bottom of the barrel. Like I, I, I commend the studio for just deciding. Like we're gonna make a short to showcase our talents through golf. That is a very difficult assignment to just give yourself. Good for. Them. I mean, when um... you're <laughs> a famous, quote unquote, for just doing a bunch of Azure Lane and Ark Knights uh, material. Because uh, <laughs> that's literally the rest of the resume, just like yeah, yeah, Azure Lane, Arc Knights, and Blue Archive promotions. Yeah, do a golf OVA. <laughs> like here, here is we we can potentially do a series one day, but not now. Here's here, just take this. <laughs> and uh, Maverick, how is Chirabako? My girlfriend loves that series. And I know you have been too. All right. I also love that series. I will just. Oh say, right, John, yeah. you did too. It's That's right. Good. Yeah. I never finished it. It was too painful to keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> I will one day. No, I, I think ultimately, like, it's got a good ethos that it strives for. But uh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I was just like, "Fuck it. What? What can I watch that I just have heard someone about?" And want to just completely dive into. Then I remembered the uh, the one dance sequence in Shirobako, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let me watch that because oh, I've never watched it. <laughs> and hey, guess what? It is a very good series. Um, I am a sucker for narratives that focus on naval contemplation and specifically the craft of doing something like. I love, uh, I am a sucker for movies about metaphors for making movies. Ratatouille, <laughs> Speed Racer, yep. um, <laughs> Red Line. I love to have another medium try and like describe the concept of creating a film. I'm also down for movies about making movies. Because it's good to just agonize over the process and recognize that that in itself is also a narrative. Shirobako is an anime about the anime industry. And specifically, uh, I got the TV Tropes page right up here. Let's see here. Five high school friends. Ao Miyamori, Emma Yasuhara, Shizuka Sak- uh, Sakaki, Misa Toto, and Midori Imai vow to produce an animated series together. As the animation club of uh, Kamiromiya High School, they worked together to create an animated short for their school festival. Soon enough, the former three graduate, but all five vow to one day meet again and see their dream of creating an anime professionally fulfilled. Fast forward to two and a half years later, Aoi and Emma are now working as production assistant and key animator, respectively, at struggling Musashino Animation. Shizuka is a newbie voice actress, but still hasn't landed an anime role. Misa feels trapped in her well-paying but monotonous routine at a 3D graphics studio. Midori plans to be a writer, but is still in college. 
Day in and day out, they're exposed to the harsh realities of the industry they so loved, like long hours, production delays, and production staff at loggerheads with each other, never mind how this leaves them little time to do what they want. Is it still possible for them to reach their high school goal of doing a series together? So, really just goes at first, and the series also just has a fantastic uh, intro where it's like, you have all of that preppy, we're gonna be together, we're gonna do this, it's so, gonna be so much fun, and then just hard cut to Aoi in the fucking production staff car, knocked out, ready to just like, uh, <laughs> just in a really relatable setup of, god damn it, it's way too late for me to be out here right now. But, you know, part of where we see uh, the first core develop is that they are working on a original series penned by a director who, for the longest time, has sort of been in a self-created uh, exile because of his last work just tanking so, 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 so hard. And... From here, like, the first 13 episodes focus on, you know, how can we as a struggling studio basically set ourselves up for actual success, hopefully. Next set focuses on, oh, hey, so from that we've managed to score a series that's actually being adapted from a manga, and that's actually going to give us some eyes. So let's figure out how that works. And overall, you know, we get to see the people that work at Musashino, from the director, uh, Seichi Kinoshita, who is voiced by Nobuyuki Hiyama. So, you get some classic Hiyama yelling, which I really enjoyed. Uh, you get a look at just all the different people. We mainly focus on the production staff, since Aoi acts as sort of our main lens through a lot of this work. So, she's a production assistant eventually becomes a production manager. We get to see a lot of other PAs that do their work. We get to see various character designers, animation supervisors, keyframe artists, people that work in, not just in the studio, but outside of the studio. There's a fucking, uh... Why is his name escaping me? He's the dude. Ano. He's the dude? Yeah, there's a fucking Ano cameo because... Because yeah. of the fact that yeah, it's a bunch of cameras from different literally just them like poking fun at the industry that they have to work with. There's just uh -huh. various cameos and mentions of other series and like just I don't know, it, it revels in the reality of what the industry is now in a way that is equal parts, I would say like legitimately um legitimately providing criticism at the way the anime industry is working at the moment, where I want to see like two episodes in because of the fact that there's like a heavy uh, production workload. Uh, one of the animation directors, you know, is working with uh, Aoi. Aoi comes by to like pick up some uh, cuts and knock on the door. Oh, whoops, I collapsed because I was like overworking myself on this production right now. Ah, fuck. Whoops. Uh oh. Can't have that happen. But, you know, that's just... Unfortunately, at the moment, that is a reality of what's going on. And you look at that, you look at the way that just, like, I don't know. It, I need to stop watching anime that are convincing me to try and quit my job. 
<laughs> but also at the uh, same time, like it's valid introspection of the way that sometimes you get into something for good intentions and for this very, very lofty goal. At points, you realize that that goal is not enough or has subsided. And you need to figure out what else it is that is making you want to do that work. And, you know, I, I think the other thing about Shirobako is that it is not judgmental of the way that people choose to be in this industry. The only antagonistic lens that comes up is from people that are very much, like, either in it for the money in a position where they never have to actually work with the product or from a position where they only have self-appointed interests. There's an episode where they're trying to cast uh, you for an upcoming production and literally you have three people who have completely, or, you know, outside of the actual casting, like the director, uh, producer who have sat through all the auditions and, like, want to have a say on who's there, you have, like, three different people. One person who's like, oh, we got to get this uh, up-and-comer. Or, no, sorry, not an up-and-comer. Like, we got to get this person that's been, like, long-standing. She's a fan favorite. The internet loves her. Oh, we got to get her in there. One person that's like, nah, we got to get this person. She works at this company I do. We got to get her to do the character songs. We got to sell these character songs, man. I got to be able to get my company in, on board with this. And then, you know, one guy that's just like, bro, did you see the, like, naturals on this lady? We got to book her. She's going to do the live shows. It's going to be amazing. And it's like, how does that relate to the production we're trying to create? And I don't know, like, God, I just really came to love this series in a way that I didn't anticipate, specifically because it was just so raw. And, you know, you can tell it's made by people who made by people who both love what they do, recognize that they can't find themselves in other positions where they would want to do something like this. But then also recognize, like, yeah, I can have this sense of optimism, I can have this sense of hope, but at the same time, like, there are things that come up in this line of work where there probably could be some change to provide help. For the sake of, like, our narrative, I would say that comes in the form of the anime that... You know, our main uh, heroines want to eventually create sort of the, uh, what is it, These the seven lucky gods. Like a very just like Journey of the West inspired narrative that, you know, they show it off in the, uh, in a few flashbacks. And it very much has that feel of like people figuring out how to actually create uh, uh, an anime for the first time a la your Azokin and other similar things, but part of it is also just having to like do the legwork of everything else, and I don't know, I think it's also cool that we see everything through the lens of Miyamori, 
specifically because of the fact that as a production assistant and as a production manager, she just has this... She is looking at the industry from a setup where, like, I basically have to support everybody. So what actually makes me interested to continue doing this line of work? What makes me want to actually move forward? And her arc is fantastic. She's definitely a character that I gravitate to a lot because of the fact that it's definitely those moments where you're just sitting there and going, fuck, do I still want to do this? Do I have a reason to keep doing this? Maybe. I could quit if I wanted to, but is that necessarily the thing that I want to do? I don't know. But every other character is also very fantastic. Like, I just really appreciated the chemistry that was on board. Uh, season 2 does a travesty of making Honda skinny, and that fucking sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate yeah, I remember that about being that. like, what is going on? But yeah. he- here, here's the thing. Guess what? Guess what? I've watched the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my man is back. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it big boy season once again? It is big boy season once again. <laughs> good, good. And the movie is also a very interesting look at... Um, I, I'm not going to get into it too much, but basically, you know, it's an anime movie about creating an anime movie. <laughs> as pitched in the uh, promotional video but specifically it takes place four years after the uh, last episode of the second core so after they go through creating the uh the development of the uh, first season for the anime or yeah the anime adaptation of their uh work third aerial girl squad and from that, you know, in the span of four years, a lot can happen in an anime studio. For them specifically, it came down to uh, some productions uh, checking out, co-productions coming in that just took away some, like, funding, and some stuff just ultimately getting shelved. And from a lot of that, people drifted away, either went freelance or moved to other studios, and from where we're at, uh, Miyamori is like one of the only people left at the studio and the opportunity to create a anime film is like a Hail Mary attempt to get any kind of revenue for the studio. So it's equal parts, we got one last chance to do this, equal part uh, bringing the band back together because they literally just get everyone in the production department that was working on the first literally yeah no they they're just bringing the band together and it's rules and it's so i don't know it's so like great to see and this all came out like right before covid hit so it definitely mm-hmm. uh, it's so interesting to think about the way that this series about anime production and the way that the industry works and in ways doesn't work finished everything that it had to say before one of the most like 
heavy hitting aspects of the industry where now every other person who has common sense is, you know, in one breath loving everything that they talk about and then in the next breath going, God, people need to get paid more. These translators need to get more things. Oh my God, I can't believe that the industry is going the way that it is. Like, I don't know. It's something that I really consider and I wouldn't say I would love a series like a continuation that actually looked at all these different changes but if I had to believe anybody that could actually do something in a legitimate like pandemic scenario it would be the team that wrote this series because I think they have an understanding about what they want to do and how they want to address their source material since it is what they live and breathe also, there's a very good gag where anytime anyone has to, like, drive anything, they're just doing fucking initial D-drifts. It's very good. <laughs> it's really good. Like, that's how you start the fucking uh, series, too. You just, like, you're just doing, like, illegal street racing in your Honda Civic to try and get to the freelance animator first. Mm-hmm. That's what you gotta do. You're, like, got a deadline. You're constantly on edge. Honestly? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> That's what PAs do all the time. <laughs> it, it comes up in uh, the second core in a very fun way. I am. Um, I've always wanted. Um, I know New Game sort of does it, but I think a New Game has an issue with a lot of fetishization of the problems inherent to the design process that I really wish there was a Shirobako for game development, like, actually, that was, like, fully in on it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Because it would be nice for, I think, like, with a lot of crunch discussions you get into, right, it's, like, this idea of it being necessary from a creative perspective, where it's, like, you want to burn the midnight oil because you're in the mood, but it, like, it always gets co-opted. Um but I would love to see the series actually genuinely examine that in a way um, like what this sound has always sounded like to me. Um, yeah. I think just every industry, honestly, that's what I keep hoping that one of the cute girls doing random intramural activities will one day give you a truly biting look into an industry or something. Because I always find it to be fascinating, you know, learning just more about the process of so many different walks of life. Um, And this is such an easy medium to explore that, I think. It's Mm -hmm. shocking that it doesn't happen more. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think think that's everything now. We should probably stop because we wanted to keep it quick, right? Yeah. As quick as this can be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if there are any questions, you can definitely take the time to look at those. Let me but... take a peek here. Nope. All right, cool. Whew, taking it easy. Um. All right, so then... Um... Yeah, podcast. Um. Okay, we're watching Princess Jellyfish, right? Yes, yep. that's right. Yeah, that's picked by Greg. 
Okay. Okay. Thank you, Greg. Uh, we were watching Princess Jellyfish um, for next time, which will be in like two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because if people, you know, whatever, it'll it'll happen. <laughs> um, right. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/VGCC. Uh, Three dollars gets you everything one week early. Um, we're still going through the process of the site redesign, which mm-hmm. is certainly a lot. So um, we are a little behind on that. But once we figure that stuff out and once I think ev- all of us collectively stop having to do things all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, things problem. will perhaps become a little bit other, easier. Uh, like if we, if we are capable of finishing other things, we will be able to finish more things. Yeah. <laughs> if time and the life of less says Yes, yes. Very hard. Yeah. It's as so- long as we get to our <laughs> deadlines and... Finish what we have to in our rat races that we call life. Mm-hmm. Don don donuts go nuts, go nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I, I that one. It's I called know. moving the goalpost. Okay, like that's what that is. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, that that's everything, folks. Um, do y'all got anything else you want to say? I know that you did like a little, like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, a plug at the end of the last episode. I don't know if you want to do that. For? I don't know. You were, uh, oh, I think well, it was just social stuff. Speaking of things that need to get done, I am finally, finally almost done, um, with my anime appearance game of the year. I'm not game. Oh my God. Anime of the year. <laughs> Last yeah. 2021, so beyond again stuff of beyond the stuff I have said like in the podcast episode we have done. So I have actually written up a little more detailed opinions about various things, including like the one, two, three rankings of each category we had. And I am finally almost done, and it surely will be attached for patrons to see this upcoming right. episode. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I know. I'm I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah, I. <laughs> Uh, I mean, on my end, uh, assuming, nah, this this will come out by the time that it's released, but we'll also be promoting it in other ways. Uh, I will be in Seattle from the 18th to the 25th, and what that means is that I will get to hang out with, uh, fellow VGC, uh, West Coast members, and specifically doing so to, uh, be a part of our good friend Chorby's Until We Beat Streams for Psychonauts. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that could be fun. The first, the first one? one? It'll be Psychonauts oh, 1 yeah. and 2. <laughs> both. Playing wow. both okay. games until right. I guess they're not that long. Uh, we're looking at a 26-hour stream. <laughs> okay, never mind. All I take right. it back. It's, it's I thought, like, Psychonauts well, 1 was, like... keep in mind that I, I... The Until We Beat series is wants to go... However long that they end up going, <laughs> until you beat—that's the point. Yep. The, the show must go on. You just gotta keep going until you beat. So you know, uh, we'll probably be doing a bit more promotion as the date gets closer. But putting that mm-hmm. out because that's my actual thing that's coming up. Otherwise, yeah, always just looking at other, looking at where the grass may be greener. <laughs> All right, glad to hear it. 
I ain't got shit going Anything on. Anything you want to say, John? I ain't got shit going on. Yeah, okay. On. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I don't really either. I mean, you're moving. I'm just working. Yeah. 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 Whatever. I had that uh, Halo article. Yeah. Bullet points you can you check did. out. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like it. I don't know. <laughs> it's very busy. Um, but yeah. Um, thank you all for joining me. I'm glad that I could finally do this one again. Um, after being out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks everyone for listening, and I hope you have a good day, night, week, month, year, so on and so forth. And we'll see you next time on another episode of the